What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sipping on No Common Sense. I am the host with the double O's Ghost Most of Beyond, your boy Phil Myers Senior, aka Cat Knox the Great. We're back at it with my co-host. Tiff the Biz. What's up, y'all? T I double F. We out here. We yeah, out another here. Another Wednesday. Another Wednesday. Man, you damn right. We're working day. hard though. We working hard though. We working hard for the money. <laughs> hard for the money. Get it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Real quick, man. Thank everybody. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, man, yes. to another episode. We got another great episode for y'all today. Yes. We got an exciting young guest. But before we get into that, right? real quick, okay. I got to give a big shout out to Mama Cobwell. All right, right. Happy 60th <laughs> birthday. Oh, happy 60th. Let me, let me right. tell y'all, Mama right. Cobwell know how to party. <laughs> Man, them <laughs> folks was turned up. Church folks. <laughs> stepping. Partying in the, in the name of the Lord. And it wasn't no liquor. It was no liquor there. No, it was. It was towards the end. It, they, they hid it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it yeah. like the back table under the, the table? Back, in the kitchen. In but the kitchen. man, Mama Cowboy know how to put on a party. Yes, I'm so and glad. If you so need glad. somebody to host a church event, bar mitzvah, wedding shower, baby shower, whatever, <laughs> holla at Tim. Tim showed her ass. This weekend, you I was like, "Is this possible? <laughs> what? <laughs> Tiff, when you start doing that, holla at Tiff. No, don't holla at Tiff. Don't holla at me. If okay. y'all got like a youth program at your church, <laughs> get Tiff. She will cuss the shit out of them kids. Right. <laughs> but Thank hey, you. Thank Mama Cobwell, man, happy birthday, man. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Tiff did a phenomenal job hosting, man. <laughs> I mean, she did her thing. I was like, okay, Tiff. I fucks with you, Tiff. He is the best. Moving right into the show. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, this young man hailing from Philly. Yeah, we got people from Philly, y'all. Right. We, we international right. We, yeah, we, right, we here. We, we bought him well, a, we do. We bought him a Greyhound bus <laughs> Right. Because that's all our bus can afford right After now. the three ground, a Greyhound bus rides. <laughs> he had and to, a stank Uber. Right, he had to take like three buses and two Ubers. Yeah, you know what I'm just to get the old hair and shit. Yeah, just to get the <laughs> We did the rest. But, we, <laughs> but man, this cat comes from Philly. Yeah. My man sings. My man acts. My man is a screenwriter. My man is a director. My man is an all-around renaissance cat. This dude is doing big things, man. Yeah. He talking to us today about a couple projects he got in the mix. I'm talking JT. Oh, no, wait. Hold on, y'all. Before the... <laughs> right. We're we not talking true. Justin Timberlake. Right. <laughs> we talking Jonathan T. Brunson, JB, JT, Double D. What's going on, bro? What's going on? What's going on, Phil? All What's, going on, What's up? Yeah, man. man. How yeah, you doing, man. bro? Hey. Thank you for coming. Uh, no, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm, you know, the one thing about life is no matter what is thrown at you, you always got to wake up feeling blessed. So yeah. 100, oh, yeah. 100%, I'm feeling blessed. Hell yeah. Amen. Hell yeah. Amen. Now, look, before we get into the nitty gritty, we ask all our guests, you know, let the people know who you are, where you from. What well, high school you graduated, all the above. We also gonna need that bank account number, right. that bank right. number pill. Right. We're gonna need all that. All <laughs> we well, know got you got you. your taxes. Well look, well look. Um 
it'll be a simulation. So if you want to rob me, you're gonna have to wait three to five business days. But mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> so my PayPal. Yeah, right. <laughs> PayPal set up. Google Pay. Google right. Pay all the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Let the people know who you are, where you from, man. All, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jonathan T. Brunson. I also go by JT Brunson. I also go by JB. Uh, you know, Philly native in the heart. Uh, born in '81. Son of a gun. In uh, Philly, Pennsylvania, and uh, then I made my way out here in '96 in Illinois. Uh, I know this man Phil for for many years, but man. I graduated from Zion Benton right. Township Boo. High School. Right. I already know right. nobody <laughs> likes the fact that the mascot of that school is a damn ZB, not just any B, a B, a ZB. A ZB. <laughs> What's hey. the difference between a B and a ZB? Go to Zion, you'll find out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know now, now I'm um, I'm dream chasing in uh, in Wisconsin, but I'm also uh, changing lives. Uh, you know, every chance I get through, uh, I'm also a trainer at a gym, uh, Real Results Fitness Center in Grays Hell Lake, yeah, Illinois. Hell yeah, we can tell you a trainer. And, uh, <laughs> you big the motherfucking yeah, that right. shirt. I know. And, uh, I he's sitting up there like this. Scare me. I look, was like, look, uh, look. I, I was looking for a giant. Like, she <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be out in the minute. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be out in the minute. Take your time. Take your time. Like, no rush. Like, what the fuck is Bane from Gotham yeah, right. doing up in this bitch? <laughs> Sorry, uh, we're looking for Bane, a, a brother, medium giant. <laughs> Not this big motherfucker. Right. Right. Yeah, I'll be on My name's John. Oh, man. I brush man. my hair like right. this. I got it. I work out a little bit, people. That's just what it is. <laughs> the fuck, That's man. That's what it is. Right. He, t- he don't eat Thanks. food, he right. eats supplements. <laughs> <laughs> powder. Turkeys. Powder. <laughs> so you're going to put your powder in here. you mix it up. Like, goddamn. Oh, His man. arms big as fuck in this shirt. Oh, right. Stop it, brother. Stop it. Damn. I mean, you're right, but I'm saying stop it. He don't even wear wife beaters. He just, he just got on a raw shirt. <laughs> no t-shirt. Goddamn. Right. Oh, Take your man. nipples. You winning. You winning. You winning. Oh, man, and on top of my dream chasing and doing this stuff, this training, man. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm out here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm making. I'm out here trying to make quality films. Yeah. You know, trying to, you yeah. know, trying to change the game a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's get into it. Let's do it right in. Let's get into it. Go ahead. Now, first and foremost, John, you're working on a project called Radio Silence. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Talk to us about that. Explain that. So, all right. uh, Well, a little bit of the story of Radio Silence. um, It stemmed from the. It stemmed from a premise from a movie that Sam Raimi directed, and I really liked um, watching the behind the scenes and kind of hearing a bit of the story told through the director and it was different than I perceived it as a viewer. So in hearing the the twist in the story, I decided to create a story with a twist in Radio Silence. Now Radio Silence is about a guy named Darren Briscoe and he becomes an overnight celebrity after, you know, a few years of just putting out some social media videos mm-hmm. with his partner Jared. They blow up to uh, you know, big, you know, monstrous proportions. And so now they work for this big reputable radio station uh, titled Take Control Radio. It's kind of like a fictional iHeart radio station. Okay. So we catch them at the height of their celebrity. However, within the height of their celebrity, we meet this beautiful intern named Zelda, who not only houses a love for radio, but she also carries with her a deadly hidden agenda involving Darren's past. So Darren's world and career is shifted within 72 hours. Mm. 
Damn. So that's how that's uh, you know where the essence kind of of radio silence pushed through was from this movie, and the movie was called Drag Me to Hell. So right. if you guys have ever seen okay. the movie, uh, if not, you want to go watch it because it's it's such a, a crazy you know horror drama style really? of, oh, okay. of filmmaking. Yeah. And um, so you know I I wanted to find a way to tell an original story. And right now I have a jam packed cast. Like I'm, I'm so excited to That's to make up. this movie. Yeah. You know, I have actors like Paul D. Morgan, Emmeline Friedrichs, um, Shout so out many, Caitlin yeah. Stack, uh, myself. I'm actually playing uh, Darren Briscoe. Not oh, only okay. just a writer and a director, I'm also the lead actor in the film. Uh, Danny Neal is playing my partner, Jared. Um, uh, Paul D. Morgan, Wes Jones, uh, Tony Lee Grotz. Um, Benita Santianes, Christian Dior Creasy, like there's so there's so many Chicago, Illinois, Wisconsin actors that are so supremely talented, and literally I have, I y'all just gonna have to wait and see. Yeah. So okay. I'm just gonna put this out there. May 14th we begin filming, and we're filming at Rain Bar in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And I'm very I'm very cool with both uh, the owners of the bar, Rochelle and AJ. I got nothing but love for them because they're giving me a chance to help make my dream happen. And I want sipping on no common sense to be there oh, okay. when we start filming. We May in the motherfucking building. So we in the motherfucking building. That's what I'm talking about, baby. May so, yeah, that's what I want y'all. I want y'all there. God I want y'all there. Right, right. So, Mark, you hear that, Mark? May 14th. Mark, Mark you're gonna be there too. We coming. You're not gonna be in the shadows, brother. They're not. They're not gonna put you in timeout in the timeout room. Hell yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. We moving up to right. We moving up. Yeah, no, no. We appreciate the love. To no, absolutely. We got a piece of the bottle. <laughs> okay, so so okay. Without without giving it away, right? And we know you kind of gave like the overall premise. Yeah. So my man, world, he's at. Living on cloud nine, world gets turned upside down with the 72 hours from Zelda. Right. Right. Can you give us some other insights? Some 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 some, some Easter eggs. Some Oh man. man. Is it's, is it is it okay, is it more like a suspense? Is it a thriller? Yeah. It's uh it's uh it's a dramatic thriller. Oh, okay. 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 So starts okay. off with a it starts off as a drama and it gets real intense real quick. Okay. So okay. Uh, it's it's one it's one that's definitely gonna catch you off guard. And the twist is so. What's crazy about the twist is that it's literally a roller coaster. It's gonna send you all over the place. Yeah. Okay. But it's still gonna keep you in line. That's 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 the best part about this story. Like I'm proud of this story because I actually wrote this story in 2013. Oh wow. And wow. I I worked on it and I I had a couple edits done and then in 2015. I looked around and I said, shoot, well, you know, I mean, why not try to make this myself? And I tried to build it. And, you know, they say, if you build it, they will come. Well, guess what? I started building and the people that showed up was not trying to help build. Right. So unfortunately, yeah. you know, yeah. I had to kind of shelf it, put it to a side. And within trying to get this project off the ground, I wrote the project that is now completed and on its way to being released, yeah. Dissolve the Game of Truth. I wrote that. Uh, and one day it was a 30 page short. And I said, you know what? I'm not getting what I need yeah. right now. I'm not getting the, the help that I thought I was going to get. Yeah. So I literally told the team, I said, I'm just going to put this on the back burner for now. I got this project right here dissolved. If you guys want to be a part of it, let me know. Mm -hmm. None of the people that was a part of this past version of Radio Silence joined in on 
this version of radio silence mm-hmm. uh, or nor dissolve. So then I, you know, I, I took to the streets. I hit every pawn shop. I bought every lens known to man. I went on Amazon, eBay. I bought my cameras, bought my lights. I bought everything. Mm-hmm. Like I literally have a mini production company in my home. Right. I have everything that I need, but I don't have the bodies, right. you know, to for it. To run but it when you have everything, you're just going to make it work as best as you can. And that's right. exactly what I did. So, you know, I, I got behind the camera for, you know, this feature film dissolved and, you know, I really just kind of dove into it. And what's so funny is for years I was told all of these things that I couldn't do. I was told so many times by so many people that, you know, who the hell do you think you are? You're not no, you know, you're not no fucking filmmaker, da, 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 like yeah. just everything yeah. under the, the sun. And, you know, I want to thank each and every person that said that because without your negativity to tell me what I couldn't do, I wouldn't have won an award for best feature over 60 minutes with my debut feature film, Dissolve the Game of Truth. I would not have, mm. you know, I would not have taken a trip to New York to see the film on the big screen in New York City at the Dolby screening room. I would not have received a Best Supporting Actress nomination for Carla Serrato's performance in my feature film debut, Dissolve the Game of Truth. So really, thank you. I appreciate everybody telling me what I couldn't do because apparently this movie's making waves enough to show you that I definitely could do it, and I just needed that extra little push. So... Um, I have given you guys the link and I do want yeah. you to sit back and yeah, please, you know, watch, yeah. uh, watch dissolve the game of truth. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if, you know, for those of you that have seen dissolve the game of truth and you really feel the potential and, and you really felt the story, just motherfucking wait for right. this summer <laughs> when I begin filming radio silence, this is going to be a game changer people. I promise you. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, man. Go ahead. I'm That's... just going to leave my phone. Applause. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get right. the studio audience yeah, ready, right. Tim. <laughs> now, now, real quick. Now, right. going back to some of the things that you were saying, which is, damn it, Tiff. <laughs> you know, messed oh, it all oh, up. Weak damn. ass. No, just weak ass iPhone. No, not mine. <laughs> she got crickets, y'all. Okay. I do. <laughs> but no, one of the things that that you said, which is inspiring. And hopefully it may light a fire under the ass of somebody who's watching. When people say you can't do, and when people tell you what you can't do, mm-hmm. and when people that say they got your back and they're going to be there next thing you know, you look around and they ain't even there, take the opportunity to bet on yourself. Like, bet it all on yourself. Amen. Real talk. Yeah, you got to. You, I'm, you have to. Yeah. Because I know you. Yeah. You're meticulous about how you want things. You're very meticulous very about so. how you want very things. Very much That's so. That's why y'all friends. No, but That's you know true. what? I done known John since motherfucking before cueing you yeah, and shit. Man. <laughs> I was telling I was telling Tip on the way I here. Like, I said, feel? this <laughs> man this man was like the talented Mr. Ripley. Cause I would just see him in so many different faces and so many different places, so many different ways. I would see this man in a polo shirt. He coming from work. He on break from work in a suit. He in a button down and some slacks. Right. Every time I saw Phil, yeah. this man had a new costume every time. But you know what? Right. I you know, I, I I I thank God for those days because yeah. I, I believe God was putting us in in the same path yeah. for oh, yeah. that very for oh, that yeah. very reason. So for years we just kept running into each other. But remember, we were supposed to do a song together, man. <laughs> Supposed to do a damn I couldn't song sing together. for shit, but yeah, I got all the tunes. So, so, all right, so, so, this, so, so, this is the story, guys. This is the story. When I went to Zion Benton, 
I was in a rap group oh. with uh, this uh, with with Philip Gaden and Brian Seleski. Oh, and I remember, shit. and I remember we we had some beef with a group. We had some beef. I don't know where it, where it came from. It just it just came yeah. and it happened. And we had this beef. And I remember, uh, I think was it was it Brian that connected? I think it was Brian oh, yeah, that was connected. Brian. And um, and that's how I met Phil originally. And Phil gave us this beef. <laughs> and to this day, I I still know Man. like the rap that I wrote for that song okay. that we never made. And that was like the start of the friendship. Hey, that was like. Like 2000. Yeah, man. That was a That was like 2000, 2000. Wow. That's real old. Shit. Wow. And, wow. and, hey, and another fun fact Phil was small. He's uh, small. Back in that time. Yeah, I'm still kind of. Phil was what? like, <laughs> Phil was like Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> had had a little had a little meat on the bones. That man was like stretchable. That man was lanky as hell. <laughs> it's so crazy to see a buff Phil now. Phil just walking in this mud with a Punisher. Like, nah, yeah, this, this, I'm Phil. This fat. This fat. This that dad by. Okay. Don't you want my dad by? Don't you wish your boyfriend had a dad by like me? Oh, but man, man, hey, real man. shit. John used to be up at motherfucking queuing you. Q and you. Yeah. Yep. Every boy. every Sunday. Q and you. Singing. The girls was going fucking crazy. John was saying, Would you be my girlfriend? Oh, okay. It'd be your son. Stop. John was singing that <laughs> shit. Girls was throwing panties up there. Oh God. Nah, nah not, not really, people. That not was, really. They, man. They was giving me love, but they weren't throwing panties. And then <laughs> I'm like, oh, good shit, John. We shake up. Oh, you know him? Uh, hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. You hey, boo. I'm his brother. I'm his brother. Yeah, we cuz. That's, yeah. that's my big brother. <laughs> we related. Can't you tell? Oh, man. Oh, you stupid. But, man, what? but I know how meticulous you are. Yeah. So, to get back to the point I was making, sometimes when you're in a group or you're in a crew or production crew or whatever, with you being the head, you know how you want certain things to look. You know how you want certain things to sound. I want this yeah. here. I want that there. And when people let their egos or whatever get in the way, yeah. your project don't come out right. Yeah, it don't. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, okay, you kind of get to the mindset, fuck it, I'll do everything myself. Right. Well, and it, it wasn't even just that, though. I think it was... Um, you just tired of waiting. You know, my, my whole thing is I, I believe in what if. Sometimes yeah. maybe a little harder than, than other people. So when yeah. I would see that somebody said, well, I just made a movie. Yeah. Okay, well, how much did the budget cost you? Oh, it cost me like 10000 and I had to do this, and I had to do that. And I would look at them, and I would think to myself, well, what if I did all of that with half of your budget, if not none of your budget, and I was still able to make something of quality happen? Yeah. And for years, everybody cut me down because yeah. I believe that it could be done without uh, it. Yeah. You know, there, there was no reason. There was no reason to feel really otherwise because yeah. that's when the independent market started to show up and that's when you started to read that this movie made x amount of millions of dollars like for example blair witch project yeah. blair witch project was made yeah. with crumbs very little yeah look at what happened historically yeah. with that movie yeah. not only did that movie surpass big movies yeah. but it also created yeah. a genre in itself yeah Slumdog Millionaire was oh, supposed yeah. to be a straight-to-video release. Yeah. Look at what happened to Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Blew you know the what I mean? hell up. So the reason why I say these things is because <clears throat> these movies were, were made with some form of a budget. Yeah. 
it was done, but it wasn't made with a big extravagant budget. It wasn't made with the mindset of needing needing to have like $10 million and, and, and anything like that. So for me, I'm like, well, let me see what'll happen if I just talk to people right. and, mm-hmm. you know, let's see what comes of it. Right. And people laughed at that. You know, nobody believed in that notion. Well, nobody's going to give you something. Nobody's just going to give you anything for free. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. At that place, they're not. But I bet you the place right down the street, if you talk to them properly and like you got some sense and and they believe enough in, in you and yeah. your passion that they'll open their doors. Yeah. And so that's what I did. You yeah. know, I, I, you know, trying to get Radio Silence off the ground and, and you know, and, know and, you know, really just yeah. feeling the non-energy from from the people involved. Yeah. And it's not even to put them down because they are great individuals. They are. But mm-hmm. I think in the essence of of me and my work ethic, we just didn't fit. And I didn't realize it. I wanted to give these people a chance because they were saying that they were as hungry as me. However, you know, I was still scraping Man. the plate. And, and meanwhile, they had side plates and other things. So they didn't yeah. really have to focus on this plate like right. I focused on this plate. Right. You know, right. so it really did. It, it it took me betting on myself. It took me, you know, looking online and researching, yeah, like, you know, yeah. best DSLRs on a budget, yeah. finding my camera, the Nikon D3200. I bought three of them, mm-hmm. not knowing how to use the damn camera, right. not knowing how to open the instruction manual, nothing about this camera, yeah. but I bought three bodies. I went everywhere, mm-hmm. bought every lens that I could find. I now own about, I want to say 16 lenses. Oh, wow. And I'm still learning how to use them. Yeah. Wow. But I dove right into it. You're right. Then, you know, looking at how to film DSLR, you know, or how to film a cinematic look with a DSLR. And then they're like, oh, you got to have the proper lighting. And I'm like, well, I didn't know you needed damn lighting. So guess yeah. what I did? Went back online, researched the lights, found, you know, these little box LED lights, bought them as a set. And I, I get them and I'm like, man, this is rinky dink as hell. And as soon as I put the battery pack in and turned it on and it damn near blew out my retina, I was like... All right, well, I got lights, <laughs> you right. know, Damn, I got lights. Than my you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, so I, I like you. I like the fact that you went as far as to say that, you know, that when you have these kind of people, it, it really takes you to bet on yourself because that is absolutely correct. Yeah. And I stand here, you know, a, a testament of what happens when you do bet on yourself. I, I'm from Philly. I've never been to New York. My first trip to New York was for my movie. I met two already wow. known actors that shook my hand and congratulated me on my movie. Oh, so sad. Wow. I, I've seen these guys on TV. Yeah. And if you want to know who the actors are, it's Dash Mihawk, if you've ever seen the movie or the show Ray Donovan. He plays Bunchy on Ray Donovan. Okay. Oh, okay. Shook okay. hands with this man, met his mom. Oh, Great okay. individual. Oh, okay. You remember a Bronx Tale? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the original actor, Colodino? Yeah, Colodino. Yeah. yeah, he was on drugs. Met him. Yeah. Met him. Yeah. He has an amazing documentary. I don't know if it's out or coming out. It's called Wasted Talent. Uh, yeah. You know, wow. sim, yep. Yeah. And and yeah. his journey has his been great has been something else. Yeah. And you know, to shake his hand and be able to talk to him briefly. I mean, people were just surrounding him, but he he's such a good hearted person, just trying to find his way back. Yeah. And you know, to to shake hands and hear him say, you know, man, congratulations on your movie. Yeah, like that's amazing because yeah. you don't know who the hell yeah. I am, and to shake my hand and tell me congratulations that my movie is in New York in the same theater as your documentary as as Dash's new film. Yeah. like I mean, that's that's something else, man. But that's what happens when you put on your shoes, bet on yourself, and right. dream chase. Right. Yeah. You so that's to. that's what I'm doing. So why thriller? Why that type of film thriller? Well, that's that's popular now. 
Especially you, like you're right. Our, our people of color, we're coming out with our own. Yeah, with our yeah, own, with our own versions of thrillers. Absolutely. Now, the funny thing is, I'm more of a dramatic person. So mm-hmm. when I start writing, I believe that I start writing in a sense of trying to create something dramatic. But at, within writing that piece of drama, I kind of dip my hands into other genres and I throw it in. I throw in, you know, little jokes and things that I say that yeah. kind of make me laugh or, you know, something that I hear in a conversation with someone else. Mm-hmm. Something that I hear in, you know, in, in, in other random conversations. Mm-hmm. And I just write. And ultimately, as I'm writing... You know, now my mind kind of opens up a little bit. And then as I'm writing more, I, I would usually write about a page, maybe, you know, uh, not a page, uh, a scene to maybe two or three scenes a day. That's usually how I write. Oh, okay. So I write pretty quick. Yeah. As I said, I wrote Dissolved in one day. I wrote Radio Silence in a month. Um, another project I wrote in three and a half weeks. I literally have about nine scripts. Four or five of them are completed. Four, uh, I think four of them are kind of half started but not completed. Right. But I really started more on a on a dramatic side just to see what I can come up with. Oh, okay. And, you know, to take, you know, something like Drag Me to Hell, which is already, yeah. you know, completely finished and formatted and, and be able to kind of sublet through that, right. you know, that story and finding my own story, yeah. you know, it's it's cool because I, I love to just kind of build as I go. So I'll have my, my phone with me and if I have the app, I will just kind of sit and I'll text or I'll bring my computer with me and, you know, sit in Starbucks or sit somewhere right. and, you know, have the Wi-Fi on. And then as soon as something hits me, I'm like, oh, snap, well, let me write that down. And, yeah. you know, and yeah. I just and go it at keeps, it until it it's done. It keeps it organic. Yeah. yeah. It keeps yeah. it organic. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a hard time, like, putting, like, because you seem like you have a plenty of ideas. You, I don't know. Maybe you have a hard time, like, multi, uh, you know, multitasking, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Putting, the, the, putting all the, the pieces together. Yeah, putting, yeah. putting it. Well, it, it depends on where I'm going at that time. With okay. this story, it was easy for me to build upon because I could go back to where I left off. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, if I focus on that one story, yeah. that's all I'm thinking about is that one story. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, well, okay, well, okay, oh, wow, oh, I didn't think of this. And then I'll yeah. go back and I'm like, oh, I didn't think about this either. And then right. I'll go back and, you know, and I'll either reshape the scene previous and move from that or I'll just go from that scene, see the last you know, set of lines and then I'll just build from there or I won't even look at the scene and I'll just write and then I'll just kind of see where it leaves off and see if it connects. And if it connects, cool. If it doesn't, then I'll go in, take out the pieces that don't connect, right. connect the pieces that do. And then I I kind of keep moving forward. But what's interesting about this story, as I said, I wrote this script in 2013. It was edited in 2015. So it went through about four edits. Um, at this point now, it went through six. And the wow. sixth one took me Dang. five months to complete, because I'd already written another story prior uh-huh. to this, yeah. and my mind was kind of focused on that story still and dissolved. So to go back into radio silence, I literally had to reread the script like 10 times before I could even get my mind back into that story. And it all happened because during a casting call, I had a lot of, I mean, the actors that are cast now, it, it took me a while to even put them in that place. Right. So, for example... Uh, my main female character, Zelda, um, was set up one way, and the actresses that came and read for her really just blew my mind. So it was to the point that it took me over a week before I could even come down to a decision because both of them were just so, like, so, you know, powerful in their own right. They, all, they both brought something just so strong, and uh-huh. it's like, who do I choose? 
So another character was cut into three people and three people came and they all just delivered. And that one took me two weeks to figure out who's going to play who. My producer, who's also our key makeup artist, Valerie Vanderkalk, she's amazing. And, you know, I was talking with her and I was just so like in my head and I'm like, I don't know who I'm going to choose. Like, I'm really lost on this. And she was like, well, how about you go this route? Well, this kind of sounds interesting. And it was it was such a brilliant idea and it was already (laughs) written you know what I mean? Yeah. So now all I had to do was just go back and, and basically indicate it in the script. And if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, I'll send you the script so okay. you can see exactly what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it, when that kind of came about, it just made the decisions that much easier. Mm. So okay. I had a hand in literally picking everybody that's in their place. My team did assist because I wanted their assist because right. they watched the footage along with me. Yeah. And... You know, I'm like, listen, you know, this is who I'm thinking. What do you think? Mm. And, you know, everybody would give their two cents. And ultimately, it was up to me. And so everybody that has been put in this place has been put in this place because they really did impress every single one of us. But, you know, they were also handcrafted in their talent. So they were handpicked by me to be placed in these spots for this film. So, I mean, really, in the form of a Chicago film like this is as close to A-list talent that I've ever secured. So that's one wow. of the reasons why I feel like Radio Silence is going to be a game changer in, in its own right, because the story alone, it is creative, it is original, but you know, the people that you are going to see behind it are, they're, they're going to blow you away. Yeah. You know, the thing for me that I can appreciate about movies, because me and Tiff Demner, I, Tiff make fun of me because I go to the movies so much. Yeah, you do. Jesus. Wonder they, no, <laughs> they have serious. a membership. Can he, write, can he write it off on his yeah, taxes? Yeah. Man, they like do have a membership. The yeah. one thing don't get it. The one thing I I like being able to see a movie with a good story. Yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily yeah. care if it's comedy or whatever. I don't really care. As long as the story's good and mm-hmm. I can follow it. It'll I can care less engaged. about the ups and downs. I can follow it. You see some movies where it's like, okay. Oh, well, what okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? You see some actors that blow you away. Like, prime example, Black Panther, Wakanda yeah. Forever. Yeah, man. When you see, uh, 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 what is her name? Uh, Angela Bassett? No, 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 not Angela Lupita. Ba- uh, Not Lupita. Uh, From she, Walking Dead? She plays Michonne Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, I know um, who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Diana Go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. When y'all see her mm-hmm. in Black Panther, you don't be like, Oh, Michelle, you don't see that. You see a totally different character. Yeah. Separate worlds. It's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You see some people that can do that. Denzel is another one. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, that's like totally different from Training Day and American uh-huh. Gangster. Yeah. This yeah. is Roman J. Esquire. You, it amazes me how people can take you along the ride with yeah. them mm-hmm. where you can feel it. And then it's other movies where it's kind of like, damn. I just wasted $15. Man, (laughs) I've had those days. And, and, you know, and I hear you because I think, I think with your love of a story, you look at a film differently, just like I do. Because since, I I mean, I've always had a love for, for film, like ever since I was a little kid, like I would impersonate Prince and Purple Rain when I was a kid, you know, (laughs) like I loved the movie Lost Boys when I was a kid, but it was just something about, 
you know, the story. And then when you watch it as a consumer, you watch it for the entertainment value, which means you don't look at a lot of the specifics that goes into the film right. like a filmmaker does. And that's what I find even interesting within myself now that I have become a filmmaker is I dissect every movie. And the first thing I look for, just like you, story. Second thing I look for, actors. Third thing I look for, camera angles. Fourth thing I look for, chemistry between two actors. Mm-hmm. Fifth thing I look for, you know, the yep. artistic design. Sixth thing I look, you know, and that's, you know, that's, that's how I view. And a lot of that, that's my schooling. Yeah. I've never gone to school for this, people. Like, I've never taken a single class on wanting to be a filmmaker. My, my teachings has been YouTube and my movie library of every film that I buy. Mostly independent, some big blockbuster, some commercialized films. But I use all of that as, as my teachings, my fuel. You know, from watching a project from beginning to end and really getting a feel for it. Like, there's so many films that I have. Um, the movie Gold with Matthew McConaughey is amazing. Not a lot of people would know that movie because it it's wasn't Netflix, a big so. film, yeah. but it's on Netflix. Yeah. And they the like founder. shredded it. Yeah. They shredded they it. They did. The founder, Michael Keaton, an amazing oh, man. film. An amazing Have you seen that one too? Oh, that's you know, good. Hell or High Water, Chris Pine, you oh, know, yeah. Jeff Bridges, an amazing film. It, yeah. it doesn't feel that way when you watch it, but when you really get involved in the story, like it really... Pulls you in. Mine is Wolf on Wall Street. Wolf on Wall Street is Man. amazing. Yeah. It, it's And Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, you know, dude, really is underrated. Like, people yeah. need to give him more credit than I what he's I can't believe given. he didn't get an Oscar for that. For that. Exactly. Well, you know why. Because all his friends are colored. <laughs> Man, fuck that. I guess that's a whole other discussion. He, he should have got an Oscar discussion. for that All his one. friends colored. His best friend is Q-Tip. I, I mean, I, I mean, no, I, that's crazy. I, dude, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Best friend, best I can care less, man. Yeah. He, that's another, like you said, underrated. Yeah. When you look at the Wolf on Wall Street, Basketball Diaries, yeah. Um, uh, what was that other joint he was? Blood in? Diamond. Blood, blood, motherfucking yeah, blood, blood Diamond. The one he did with Mark. Uh, Wahlberg when he was playing the undercover undercover cop. Oh, uh, 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 no, see, I was thinking the, Russell Crowe by Irish Mob. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Mark, the Departed. The Departed. Yeah, man, like, yeah, yeah, yeah man, like, none yeah. of the movies were Oscar worthy. Yeah. The, don't get me wrong, The Revenant was good. The Revenant yeah, was, was good. good. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't touching Wolf on Wall Street. No. Not in my opinion. Yeah. No. It wasn't touching Blood Diamonds. Not in my opinion. Yeah. You it's know, not I agree. I agree. He's not a classic. He got a lot of classics. Man. Just like Robert De Niro. He got a lot of yeah. under his that, That's another one where he yeah. has what he only has he even won an Oscar? I don't know. I, I think he did question. for Raging Bull. Oh, that's a long time ago. I believe he did for Raging Man. Bull. He won one for Goodfellas? <laughs> no. No. Score says he won. Score says he yes, score says he won. Oh, okay. He didn't. But man, oh, wow. Goodfellas. Godfather. Yeah, Godfather. Casino. Yeah, Casino. I mean, yeah, even a Bronx one. Tale. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. that was his directorial debut. Like that. Oh, okay. That's you a know what I mean? Itself. Yeah, all That's in itself. Awesome. And it's funny you mentioned Bronx Tale. Yeah. Because even though me and Tiff argue like brother and sister, <laughs> we have deep ass conversations like brother and sister. Yeah. And the whole premise of that movie is wasted talent. Yeah. yeah. That was the one thing De Niro kept trying to pound into his son's head. Yeah, there's nothing Man, worse in nothing. life than wasted yeah. talent. Amen. And me and, and me and Tiff talk about that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, yo, like, 
damn, like, yeah. dude. And it, it and isn't it isn't it crazy today that like matter of fact, we just watched um uh Stephanie and I, we just watched the movie Boss Baby. And um The Kids yeah, movie. Yeah, the kids movie. And you Very know, cute. I, I like the movie. I, I took it for what it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and I think it's when you don't come in with the expectation of, oh, it needs to be this, you know, and you just watch <laughs> it and just see what it is. But the whole premise with that was that he ended up, this kid wanted a brother and yeah. didn't even realize it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes people lose essence of kind of like that little hidden gem within yeah. within the story yeah sometimes it's there in your face and you see it right away and sometimes yeah. you you really have to watch you know a film from beginning to end to really get it right. and that's you know that's also kind of my push is you know i i want to touch on um certain things like i mean i will say radio silence does touch on uh bullying yeah. uh you know committing suicide and, and oh, stuff okay. like that it's you know it's intense but it, it reflects today because yeah, you know definitely. sometimes someone you know sometimes someone can make a change yeah but will they yeah you know what i mean yeah, will absolutely. they you know will they choose a different path you know simply because it's going to take them in a different you know in a different direction mm -hmm. you know or will they go this way so you know it i i like getting into the mindset of being a filmmaker and a creator because the the opportunity and the blessing to have something implanted in your brain that says this is a story you need to talk about. Right. Find a way to talk about it. Yeah. And finding a way to build characters and 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 create the story. Like it's it's so much fun. And I do it for the visual aspect. Yeah. For you to be able to sit in a theater and be like, yeah. man, nah. Damn, what? Right. Nah, yeah. hold hold on. Hey man, you need to come see this movie. And you know, go back and see the movie again. Like yeah. that's the feeling that I want right. with my project. Right. You know, yeah. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna throw so much out there <laughs> yeah. that you get lost. That's but I wanna throw it. enough yeah. out there where when the movie's done, you like Nah, I'm, I'm gonna watch this again. Like, nah, yeah. I, I'm. I think I got this figured out. Hey, That's what I me want. Me and Tiff to have the I moment. want this. I, I got this figured out. You know, Tiff, come over here. You need to come see this we movie. It's all the, the game of truth. Right. Like, you need to sit in the theater and watch this damn movie. Right. Because like, because Tiff will be like, wait, what? I'm like, man, you ain't catch the part when little buddy came in. Shit, I gotta watch it again. Yeah, you gotta watch it again. Hey, we coming back tomorrow. Like, <laughs> man, like, yo, like, like when we saw Black Panther. Right. Again, that's. Call Me Bias, that's one of my favorite movies of all time right oh, now. Top Marvel, yeah. Man. Me. Yeah. For, man. For me. I you saw know, that yeah. joint six times. And each I saw three. Yeah. Each time I saw it, yeah. I got a different perspective on top of what I already had. Yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely a it's it's a it's a beautiful film. Yeah. And what what's great about Black Panther is that for all the other action movies that force comedic scenes and force this and force that and yeah. action sequences feel a bit rushed and CGI's off like that Black Panther was on point with all of it so yeah, Ryan Coogler really did his thing on oh, this one yeah. and you know I like I mean the man's 30 years old yeah. I'm 36 my birthday's Sunday I'm about to be 37 I am definitely inspired by this man Ryan Coogler oh. like I'm trying to change the game just as much as this man has yeah. you know what I mean yeah. because that creativity to to do this kind of film, whatever he did to research to really build Black Panther the way that it was created. I mean, it mm -hmm. it really it takes a lot, but to really see the final result and look at what it brought together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The end result of what this film has done yeah. Yeah. is astounding. 
you think it, uh, you think it would uh, open more door, doors of uh, of I, I hope. I don't want to say people of color because that sounds racist as hell. I hope. But, no, you know, I mean, people, but what, but what you're yeah. asking yeah. is accurate. <laughs> yeah. I hope. Yeah. That's all I can say. I okay. hope. Because we've had 30 million Denzel movies and how many of them actually really got the acclaim that it deserved? No. You know what I mean? Not Man. Many. Like, not many. how, you know, how, how many, like even, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nate, is his name Nate Parker? From yeah. Birth of oh, a Nation. Yeah. Yeah. You will probably not hear from that man ever again because yeah. of his past. But look at what he did with Birth of a Nation. Yeah. 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 You know, as as Nat Turner. Yeah. You know, look at I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie. I That's actually it. I've I've yeah. had no this it's movie tough. uh Beyond the Lights that he was in with the uh, uh oh, I, yeah, I don't know the actress yet, but yeah, she's in the movie like, called yeah. Bell. I yeah. have I have both both of those movies. Okay. And that movie has sat and collected dust in my in my collection for over a year. And I finally probably three months ago popped that movie in and said, All right, let me see what this movie's about. The movie's yeah. amazing. Beyond the lights. Beyond the lights. Yeah. It's yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Because, you know, it gives a different dichotomy of when you are the artist on the top. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and the pressure and the pressure, you know, exactly. And the pressure of of when you're on top and, and what it does to a person, you know, and, and in this girl's story, she's at the, you know, the height of her celebrity. And it gets to a point that she feels invisible. Like people just see her as an object. And, yeah. and that's basically it. So she goes to take her own life. And this cop saves her. And yeah. the one thing she keeps asking is, do you see me? And then finally someone says, yeah, I do. And that changes her whole yeah. you know perspective yeah. right. you know so in in something like that i mean how how long have we gone through life feeling that way feeling invisible oh, i yeah. mean i'm not even gonna lie i'm not even gonna lie to you man even you know even in seeing you hanging out with you um talking to you you know for the many times we have even when i was in the group you know trying to rap and stuff like that like i was very invisible like i didn't know who i was yeah. you know what i mean i was trying to fit the mold of what everybody thought you know what i thought yeah. everybody wanted me to be right you know, yeah. because I was still trying to figure to figure out who the hell Jonathan T. Bronson was. Mm -hmm. You know, today I know who the hell I am. Right. So, you know, I can yeah. definitely say, you know, yeah. we're we're in a good day and age with movies like Black Panther that should infuse positivity, yeah. but we still have a lot of climbing to do because we oh, have yeah, to we have to yeah. kind of work within ourselves and we have to find ourselves faster than what we're doing. We can't allow you know, we can't allow for other people to dictate who we are, yeah. what we're yeah. capable of, yeah. what we can do. You know, we really have to step outside of the norm. You you really do. And, and you know, until you break that cycle of removing yourself from your comfort zone, it, it we, we're still going to have a mountain to climb. I mean, we can yeah. we can love Black Panther all we want, but it's what we're going to take from Black Panther and right. move with. That's yeah. really going to showcase if the movie really affected us or not. Yeah. Right. You know but what I mean? Are we actually going to use it until something else better come along? Yeah, right. you know what I mean? Or is it just a fad? Or is it? are you going to make some of those life lessons yeah. a part yeah. of your everyday? Exactly. Right, right. You know? Exactly. Because you know? it's like, man. Absolutely. You know, right. it, it was That's one right. thing that you said. Go, yeah. oh, wait, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, talk I was thinking about the um, documentary Rapture. It's about the different artists. I, you know what? I, I want to see that. Uh, I want to see that. Nas is actually producing it, but he shows each With artist. Michael Rappaport? No, I don't think he's in it. I okay. watched like four episodes. I know it's Logic. The one I watched, 2 Chains, Okay. Guy, Nas. And, you know, they just go, uh, it's a documentary about their background, you know. Okay. And 
you know, that mm-hmm. aspect of life and what they went through while being yeah. an artist and stuff like that. Did you and watch Hip Hop Evolution? No, not yet. Yeah, not I did yet. watch that one. That one's been out for a while. I watched oh, okay. that one after the get down. Is it good? It was it was decent. it was decent. I think it, you know What you think about Get Down? Because they canceled it. As a film, as a filmmaker, I okay. Showing, I like I music. like the first yeah. half yeah. of the Get Down. Yeah. I like that it was a musical. I think yeah. that they they push too much of the music yeah. into that second part. I think oh, it, okay. it was it was yeah. really too much of a musical versus the first part was a mix of a musical with the story. And uh, you know, I I think that it had potential to show more. I think that they could have done at least two more parts yeah. to really extend. I would have loved to have seen it going into the '90s or into the 2000s, and maybe yeah. cutting off musically there. Yeah, because um, I, I was waiting like he he's grown, but they're going back and forth yeah. on the stage. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? It, so. it, I I think that there was a chance for it to do more, but yeah. I mean, unfortunately, not everybody was was feeling it. You know, yeah. not everybody gave it a chance, and when your project doesn't get that opportunity, guess right. what? Right. It fades. Right. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Go ahead. So, go ahead. Yeah. Nah, you, you brought up a good point about Denzel. Yeah. Because when you look at Denzel, his catalog is massive. It's amazing. But you go Like from, that man is is like the black Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. Just like Leonardo is this generation's Johnny Depp. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's funny because you hear certain people... They go from, oh, yeah, he did Soldier Story, and then he did Malcolm X. No. It's like a good eight movies in between. Yeah. 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 Mississippi Masala, Mo yeah. Better Blues. Uh-huh. That's my uh, Glory. Ma- Gl- Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Devil in a Blue Dress. Man. Even that was a little further down the road. Man. But I see what you're saying. Fallen. Like, yeah. Ricochet. What was the other one? Bone Collector? But yeah, Ricochet was all the way like way, 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 way back. And it's amazing how those movies you can get like sucked in, regardless of what they got the critics and blah blah blah. You can get sucked in because for me, Black Panther superhero stuff aside, I want to see if a movie's relatable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. That's true. I hear you. If I, if I can't relate like to it, it's yeah. like, eh, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, like it was good to watch one time, if that. Yeah. yeah. You know, if that. But it's like, if if I can't really relate to it. Yeah. Like, get out. Yeah. Oh, oh man, get out. Yeah, get out oh. with something else. Yeah. Oh. Get out with something else. And it's like, make you know your, what? Make your butt think. Okay. Mm-hmm. You had to research. I, that's the first movie I had to research. I was like, what did this mean? But you you know what was funny? Like even yeah, even think. in the opening scene. Yeah. Even in the opening scene. Damn the movie. Let's just stick with the first five minutes of the opening scene where you was see little buddy walking. What the yeah. hell? And, and, yeah, and the car pulls up. And the car up. pass. Yeah. I love that. And he though, turned around movie. and he was yeah. like, "Nope, not tonight." Right. Yeah. <laughs> not tonight. How many times have we been in that situation? Yeah, right. Man. Right. Yeah. Right. How yeah. many times have we been in that? Because, bro, I remember different days. After killing you, you was like, man, we going over here to, you know, just hang out for a little bit. Oh, okay. I might slide through. And you see that cop car or you see that random car roll past looking at you like, what the fuck y'all doing over here? Yep. Not tonight. Hey, fam, you know what? I'm going to head back to my side of town. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's it's mind blowing. And, you know, I I, mentioned that in the Rapture too, the documentary, the, the stuff that we go through. Yeah. Being people of color, you know, they think you get to a state. 
this this high of your career, you know, they think that stop and then it really Yeah, it really doesn't. It, it you know, really it gets worse. Yeah. Because now you're in that spotlight. So now yeah. that expectation is even higher. Yeah. That they, you know, they can do something and get away or, yeah. you know, oh well you got money, so we just gonna do this and this and this and this. And you like, man, I just got a busted tail light. But you in the newspaper for drug possession. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. It's yeah. it's so crazy today. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean I've experienced a good deal of that coming up in my own right that it's it, you know, it's it's honestly sad. It's so sad. I want to ask you that, ask you this question. You know? Okay. No, no disrespect or anything. No, it's okay. I understand because uh, I've been in an interracial relationship myself. Mm-hmm. I, can you stay woke? Not woke, but can you be true to your blackness while dating uh, dating somebody else? Now, I, now, thank you because yeah. it's. Uh, I don't always. I don't get that question. Yeah. Um. I've always been. I've always been partial to interracial dating because I never felt looked at through my own race in that in that regard. I I always received some kind of criticism wow. about yeah. who I was oh, because yep. I talk proper. Yep. So, you know, when people hear me talk, they just yeah. like that ain't no nigga. You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right, you know right. what I mean? Like that's that's how I was always that's perceived. Hard to believe or like, or you know, them. or okay. when <laughs> when you know, when some girls saw me, they'd be like, "Ugh, you look gay." You know, oh. like the first thing out of their mouth. And I'm like, first of all, you don't even know who I am. You don't right. know what I'm doing. Like, how is that your first perception of me? Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So. And I, and I, I remember, man, I'm with you, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm like, it, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't easy for a long time. Me too. So, it, you know, that. really, I've <laughs> I've I've personally wanted yeah. to date someone my race. Yeah. But, you know, it when I'm already that. being looked at in such a light before yeah. you've even shaken my hand and gotten my name. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I don't even want to know you. Thank right. you for that two the two seconds of your true colors. That right. was all I needed to see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I embrace being in an interracial relationship. Do I do I get to stay myself? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I used to as I said, I was so busy trying to find myself over the years because I didn't right. know who I was. Right. When you right. know who you are, right. oh, you're woke as hell. Ain't nobody going to change that in you. Right. But you can always gravitate towards something of that person's personality mm-hmm. that if it yeah. attracts you enough, then you'll adopt that. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. So, you know, really, as long as you know yourself and you mm-hmm. love yourself, you'll always, you'll always be wide woke. Right, right. Wide awoke. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like not, that that'll not, never change. Not the fake woke. Right. Yeah. Wide awoke. Yeah, wide awoke. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and but other than that, if you don't know who you are, then yeah, yeah what what is the saying? What is the quote? Um, if you define yourself for your if you define yourself for yourself, then you'll be crunched into other people's dreams or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I know yeah. you get it. I know you get it. And yeah, eating yeah, yeah, alive. And that's yeah, that's really, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and that's really what it is. That's me. So there you go, <laughs> but no, hey, but like, like real shit. Like I, I remember that though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it was days when we was running hard, bro, every weekend. Yeah, oh, and it damn was like, gay. uh, like I thought he was gay. Hell no, nah, he ain't gay. Do you right. not see all these fucking females on him? Right. Uh, oh, but I, I remember talking to him on the phone. I didn't know he looked like that. What? what well, the how fuck would was, you know? What you the know fuck what was he supposed like, to sound like? Like, right? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> You, you, yeah, you know what I mean? Because this was before social media. Yeah, yeah. Before video chat, and this yeah. was before all that. So they like, oh, ugh, oh you know him? And, and bro, I remember one time you treated a girl, and you did it in such a classy way where 
I was like, damn, like Shorty Bass, she was eyeing the fuck out of him. Yeah. After he got done singing and performing at Q and U, she walked up to him, was like, oh hey John, remember me? And she said her name, and he was like, oh hey. So uh yeah, <laughs> I was like, yo. And guess what? I still do that today. If you yeah, treat man. you treat me like that, oh, I, no, I will right. do the same and, thing. And, and that's why right. I couldn't do nothing but respect. And I remember like, fam, what the fuck? Bro, did you not see her? He was like, Oh yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, but I know exactly who she is. Right. And then people think like, you forget stuff like that when you get to a certain point. Fuck that. Reach a goal and stuff. They see you yeah. doing things and yeah. all that before it's supposed to be all a race. No, it's not a race. No. It, I, I mean it really yeah. It, it exactly. Two thousand seven. Okay. It's, it, and it's it's hard. I mean, yeah. it, it's yeah. And it's funny because if you yeah. if you talk to that person, they're gonna be like, "Oh, why are you holding the grudge?" No, I'm not holding the, the grudge, grudge, but I need you to understand yeah. that what you said was wrong. Yeah. Period. And you I know, know people don't want to own are. that. Yeah. yeah. And people don't want to own up to that. Yeah. So it, you know, so you have to you you just have to keep it moving. You know, you have to just shake a hand, smile in the face, and yeah. yeah all right, I got you. Right. And just keep it moving. You know, right. you ain't gotta say <laughs> we ain't gotta have no more than two words to Do each other. You think other. it's gonna be harder for you? Absolutely. Why you're trying? Absolutely. Yeah. While I'm coming up, because now look at the path that's already been laid out before me. Yeah. So with me trying to come up, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hear, "Oh, this nigga think he the next Tyler Perry." Yeah. Oh, this nigga think he Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Oh, this nigga think he? Nope. I think I'm Jonathan T. Brunson trying to come up with a motherfucking story that is my own that I wrote that I came up with. Yeah. Yeah, You may find a little something from something previous, but you will never be able to take a full finger and point out where I took from someone else. Yeah. I believe. I believe in originality. I believe in creativity, and I believe in delivering it in my own way. Right. So, yeah. I you know I know it's going to be tough, but yeah. I've always welcomed it because I've always been an entertainer. I've always been yeah. for the people. I've always right. been you know I'm I'm the kid that would literally I would get in trouble and be grounded and hate it because I can't go outside. All I wanted to do was go outside. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. I get to stop somebody random person don't know me from a hole in the wall hey sir hey ma'am you want to hear me sing see me dance right and guess what whatever that awkward look or big smile or whatever that was i just changed their life for five seconds for two minutes for five minutes so that's always been my mo and that's always that's actually pushed me to a lot of where i'm at today where I grab a mic as an MC and I, I tag myself as JB to MC and I'm always throwing out random stupid hashtags, but I love doing it. I even do it now when I'm hosting events for these kids yeah. so they have a yeah. gift from me and I take video of their friends and family dancing and yeah. I do it not because I'm trying to show you that I'm a good MC because I know I'm a good MC. Yeah. I'm not doing it to really brand myself as JB to MC because I'm already branded, right. but I show you this because I'm a large black man that does not appear welcoming when you first see me right and then the minute i get to work this is what the work becomes getting a hundred people on the dance floor smiling for four hours yeah Yeah. who can say that they do that without being perceived or judged or looked at negatively not a lot of people can say that right yeah so i really utilize a lot of what i do today and that drives a lot of what i do today and that pushes my filmmaking efforts further and now i'm opening the door because i'm connecting with other people who now have connections oh oh jb i heard you're making a movie well i happen to have a friend now and now all all this is steamrolling it's 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 steamrolling networking you know what i mean so you know i i am gonna keep dream chasing towards the future you know as i said you know my birthday is coming up and i'm blessed because i have now i can say sunday 
you know, right now I've been on this earth 35 years. I'm 36 still. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, so the fact that I'm not out here doing drugs, I'm, yeah. I haven't been in and out of jail. And, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not someone who threw his life away. You know, yeah. that is such a blessing because yeah. that is few, far in between. However, we will always be categorized as people who... We dropped the ball, yeah. no matter what we do. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, the fact that Sunday I will be 37, I'm, you know, I'm a little nervous because yeah. who wants to turn 37 and feel like they're getting closer to 40? But I feel damn good about it because right. I've now I feel revitalized. I feel that working out for a year at Real Results and what they've done with me and push me, right. you know, really it just it reinfused the vitality of what I'm trying to do. Like, right. I feel like I'm going to be here longer yeah. and stronger and better than ever. So why not just, you know, put on your damn dream chasing shoes and start yeah. running. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm doing. So dissolve the game of truth is about a creepy board game. That is basically the gist of the film. However, the longer version of it is it's a board game that's been on the market for a few years. It has a different way of bringing out the truth in someone with a simple board De uh, deck of cards, dice, pegs. You roll the dice, you pick a card. Generally, your your darkest fantasy will come to life. So let's say you've worked with someone, they come into the job and you tell yourself, you know what, man, that motherfucker better not get a promotion before me. And then that person gets a promotion before you. Nine times out of 10, how do you feel? Man, if I catch that motherfucker on the street. Right. And the best part about this off the game of truth, <laughs> you roll the dice, pick a card, and that person's in the room, that feeling comes to life. Oh, so wow. fast forward a few years, it has been recently acquired by Gian Vander, who has been searching for this game for quite some time. And he's hosting a reconnecting game night with three friends he hasn't seen in a while. So what happens when you reconnect with people you haven't talked to in years? A lot of past stuff gets drug up yeah. so or dug up. So now he has that on his plate on top of a game in which no one knows how dark of a power it possesses. And the oh, recent yeah. game acquiree who may be taking elements of the game a bit too seriously you get the tagline, honesty will not be the best policy. So that's Dissolve the Game of Truth. That will be released shortly. I have a special YouTube link for anybody that wants to watch it. I just ask that you comment on it and you can keep it 100 with me. And please rate it on IMDb because this movie deserves a follower uh, following. It deserves to be a new form of cult classic. It deserves that underground hit notoriety. It really does deserve it because the cast really did their thing in it. And the story is different. And it's enough that it, it keeps you engaged for 110 minutes. I wrote a 65-page script that turned into 110 minutes of viewing excitement with a little something special at the end. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm all about. I, I, I'm trying to bring something new to the world. I'm trying to bring something different. I'm trying to bring something that says this is Jonathan T. Brunson. What the fuck is up? Right. That's it. <laughs> Are you scared to make a film like that? Like put putting something like that out in the world? Because you know people be like afraid. Be like maybe I'm. No. No, what I'm sad about is yeah. that people see the actors that are involved and they're like, well, I don't know who they are. Well, you didn't know who Brad Pitt was. Right. You didn't know who George Clooney was. You didn't know who Man. Matt Damon was. You didn't know who Denzel Washington was. Right. So, you know, if you open your mind <laughs> to these people, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, open your mind to hey, these but nah, people. But no, no, no. Like, he got a good point because yeah. well, uh, what show did uh, George Clooney start on? It ER. Was, uh, ER. It, yep. No, nah, ER. before ER. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because he had well, the hair. Well, he had, he had the, the mullet. Yeah. Man, he had, he had that shag ass mullet. Denzel was on St. Elsewhere with them big ass rabbit teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and no, you know, and not any not many would know that unless they really did their, you know, unless yeah. they really did their research. 
Uh, oh, wow. but guess, but guess, guess when he got notoriety? Oh, wow. Training day when he was a crooked cop. Mm-hmm. Guess when he got recognized? Flight when he was a drug addict who happened to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, his greatest performance had to be to me tarnished because you had to give him a stigma like drug addiction. You had to give him a stigma like being corrupt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he Malcolm, just couldn't have been a Malcolm, good cop. Malcolm X, man, man, man. That, that's he the biggest that slack. That's, that's the biggest big. slap in the face. Yeah, yeah. that's the oh, biggest course. slap. In the face. But they did it because of Spike Lee, man. Because yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of directors, you know, they they kind of blacklist him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and that's unfortunate. Same with Octavia Spencer. Yeah. You know, they did that to her after uh, after she won for the help. You know, they kind of yeah. blacklisted her. But, I mean, you, you still see her out here. But, see, these guys are, like, they're really good method and character actors. So, for me, they, they get a lot of notoriety from that because I can see them as so many different characters that they yeah. play. Like, that's not easy. I'm sitting here knowing that I have to be, um, you know, that I'm going to be the lead actor in my film. It is not easy. Yeah. It really isn't. You know, don't step into this just saying, I want to be an actor. There's a lot that goes Man. into wanting to be an actor. Yeah. It's not just standing up with a light behind you like you just came up with a bright idea. There are classes. <laughs> there are training. There are studies. There are methods. There's impersonations. There's this. There's that. Oh. You have to be able to cry on cue. You have to be able to do this. I mean, Heath Ledger did a movie called Candy. This man actually hung out with drug users, with heroin users. This man actually shit on a bed during production. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know this until you actually watch the film and see for yourself. But there's so much that some of these actors do, and you would not believe it. I heard that was tough to watch. Candy Candy was was hard to watch, but it was such an amazing performance by Heath Ledger and Abby Cornish. They both did an amazing job in that film. Or just like um, uh, Robert Downey. I know he would have been Marvel. What was uh, Half Past Dead? No, he wasn't in that. That was which? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was in a movie, and which one was that? Where he was actually battling addiction while was it a Chaplin? No, it wasn't Chaplin. I'm Man. trying to think. Was it the singing detective? Who? Robert Downey Jr. Man, but oh, it- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, go ahead and get on the Google. Get on the Google. But but this is what I'm saying, like. Some of these actors have gone through so much. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. they, they go through so much to, to deliver such an eye-opening performance. You know what I mean? And some of them are still here. Some of them are not. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, we've, we've lost a great deal of talent. You know, um, it's, it's sad. But this should be eye-opening enough that for anybody that wants to become an actor, they need to see that this is like this is real life. They, you know, some of these actors get addicted. Because this is their yeah. only crutch to go, you know, to go off of. Some of them, you know, they this fall is, off. This is because it for them. This, this, this is, is it for them. You know what I mean? Less and than it, zero. Less, less than, than zero. zero. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Man. That movie's good, too. That's, that's a that hard. That movie's hard. Yeah. That's a hard movie to watch. But yeah. guess what? When did he get notoriety? When he became Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. It took all of that, though. No one no, talks about less than zero. Up. He kind of messed up. Yeah, messed up. I mean, but everybody's a messed few, up. A few people talk about less than zero. They yeah. talk about Chaplin. But I think, yeah. but Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah but right. but when you but when you speak, Ron, yeah, Robert Downey, you speak yeah. Tony Stark. That's generally how the conversation goes. Yeah, but he messed up real bad. He was a bad boy. So yeah, and, and out there being bad, you know, you I, can't get true. Even true. though you got talent, you messing up. Yeah, people, but, you make it hard for people to work with you. 
That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. He got got, you, end, you got a point there. Yeah, he got you do got a point end. there. Yeah. As far as being difficult to work with, yeah. Your name, your name and character go so far. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know, it's put it this way, and John, with with you being a director, mm-hmm. yeah, I may be the best actor you've ever seen. Phil is just exactly what I'm looking for, but he's not dependable. He's his ego is through the fucking roof. Do acts like a diva. Tiff, you know what? I could work with her. Yeah. I could get her to training to get to that level of yep. acting. She's and humble. And that's, she's pleasant to work with. And that's that's I'm that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. I mean, I you know, I've um during an audition with Dissolved, I remember I had a young lady come in. And she asked me the premise of the story. I told her she was like, oh, so this is like some satanic type stuff. <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah, no. Like, I, I didn't know how to really take that question because I didn't understand where it even came from. And she now, was like, hear me say well, anything? just so you know, I'm not going to audition for this film. And I, I was just like, okay, girl. oh, Okay. You know, and I watched her walk out of the room and I literally looked at the people that was with me and I'm like, did that, did that just happen? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what a hell of a first impression to lay out on somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? First impressions are lasting. Yeah, it's so Man, lasting. people don't realize that. People so don't lasting. Realize that. You know, it, yeah, it, the opportunity. it, it, it was, it was crazy. And I, you know, for me, I'm, I'm always deep in my head, but yeah. I'm always, you know, especially when I'm auditioning, I'm very pleasant. I like to, you know, Hey, how you guys doing? I like to crack a joke or two, you know, whatever, take a few deep breaths, get in the character. Boom, boom, boom. Right. That's it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You guys have a wonderful day. And I, I cut out, you know, yeah. I, I, I cherish every, every, every ounce, everything that I get. You have yeah. to, yeah. because you're not entitled to this. I'm not entitled to this. If I was entitled, then Jonathan T. Brunson would already be a recognizable name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I was entitled, I wouldn't be in a position of trying to promote my movie. My movie would be promoting its movie and itself. I wouldn't yeah. have to right. do anything, yeah. exactly. you know, but I, I like doing this because I, I enjoyed the idea of what positivity can really bring and it can really open eyes to a lot of a lot of people that you just you didn't think yeah you didn't know yeah you know mm-hmm. and you know so that's fine for anybody that's watching this video you know and and chances are saying man who the fuck does this dude think he is look i'm jonathan t brunson if you don't know my name now you will know my name very soon it is that simple so you can shake my hand and be my friend or you can be the person on the sideline who questioned and doubted who i was and you will see my name in the spotlight and you will see my posters all over the place and it'll be that simple you'll be you'll be arriving to my q a i'm not gonna argue treat it your motherfucking life mother you know what i'm saying Like, that's, that's true though. Like the people do things, and, and I, I'm getting that too. Like people are doing things, projects just to get uh, attention. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, it, you know it what? Shows and I, their work. Yeah. I appreciate. You know I appreciate like, you we're not saying doing that. This to get attention, that's gonna come. But absolutely, we're doing it because we want to do this. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so I, I will put so. this on Front Street right now with everybody. Yeah. I'm not doing this for the money. Yeah. You know, if the mm-hmm. money comes, the money comes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, know that just like any job, yeah. you have to crawl before you walk. Yeah. So when that money comes, 
I am in full walk mode and I am walking circles around the globe. You know what I mean? Like this is more for me, B team productions, which is my company. um, It's about really being the underdog providing quality work. That's what it's about. It's about looking for the hungry, you know, uh, looking for those that may have 30 million things on their resume, but they're still getting overlooked or underutilized or not even talked to at all. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what I'm about. B team is is looking for you, that person that didn't go to school and can somehow just watch somebody and observe and impersonate watching you who's gone to these classes and trained and you offer an amount of professionalism, your directive, you, the person that's like, you know, just so creative and, and sometimes a little too much in your mind. But the minute you're given a script, you dive right in and you get right into it. Like that's what B team is about because that's what I'm about. You know what I mean? I dive into things. I'm not scared to to do it you know i'll just dive right in and and i may be like shit when i'm in it but guess what i'm in the thick of it (laughs) you know what i mean i'm not i'm not questioning beforehand um you know as an actor you know i I dive right in i'll do three four five six takes i will not do more than six takes if six takes is too long to get what i need then i gotta move on to get what i need you know what i mean like i i'm not i'm not fixated on one thing i will do my best to to give my best and, you know, that's what I look for in people. And that's why I'm blessed to have worked with the people that I've worked with on Dissolve. You know, there were there were some that left yeah. kind of in the beginning, kind of in the middle, you know, um, some left unprofessionally, yeah. you know, kind of in the middle of things as we were almost wrapping up production. There was almost a point where I almost gave up, Yeah, you know, because yeah, people, you know, to, don't. you know, a couple people just didn't believe enough in me and they decided to just leave unceremoniously. And that was it. You know, and and just kind of left me with my shit in my hand. Like, what am I going to do with myself? And, you know, I was blessed enough to, you know, find two actors to come in. And the remaining actors who stayed with the project from the beginning, you know, I was blessed enough that they said, you know what? Guess we're not going to leave yet. We got a movie to finish. You know, so we went all the way back to the beginning and we did it. You know what I mean? Like, we did it To, to be able to to look at a room full of people that are covered in, you know, special effects makeup and, you know, my lights are going and everything. And I'm just with a big smile on my face and I can say, that's a wrap. That's an amazing feeling because I printed a script and put it on my lap. I didn't know it was going to come to a, come to fruition, but something told me you need to make this. The feeling that I have now for radio silence is so big because in 2013, I said this movie should be made. Yeah. In 2015, I ventured out to make it and it wasn't right. It yeah. just, it wasn't right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you, you kind of know when it's not right and when I knew it was not right was when every single person that was supposed to be helping on a production side was just quiet. Like it was just silence. I just kept seeing everything that I would say, but nobody else would say anything. Right, give me some input, damn! Give me some feedback. You know exactly. Like, you know, or I'll, I'll Does give it objectives. Sound too robotic? Does it yeah. sound unrealistic? Like, or I'll, I'll give objectives. I'll be like, hey, let's do this and this and this and this and this, and let's make sure we talk about it on Friday, and nothing will get done. Now, I have one location that I need for my film. That's it, one, and I'm literally right here. You know, before my car went out on me. See, that's how I know that I'm onto something big yeah. because bad things will fall on your lap before the rewards come. Yeah. And I've been living that because before before New York, 
Mm-hmm. I've been struggling financially. I've been barely eating, barely getting around. But then my film went to New York. You know what I mean? And yeah. I and God found a way to put me in New York. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it is. And even with this film, Radio Silence, I didn't know how it was going to come about. I talked to a public radio station. That radio station being 95 Will Rock. They are going to allow me, bless me, with the opportunity to film my movie there. Wow. And that's Not a just big for space. a day. That's a big station. For three months. Wow. Yeah. God that's is blessing, blessing me right now. That's yeah. a, a big reward is coming. And it, it, that's not what I do this for. Yeah. Radio silence is being done so you can know the names Emmeline Fredericks. So you can know the name Caitlin Stack. So you can know the name Jonathan T. Brunson, Danny Neal, Paul D. Morgan, Wes Jones, uh, Tony Lee Grotz. So you can know the name Danielle Fraser, Shantae Thorpe, uh, Marbra Foster, Jeff A. Smith. So you can know the names Robert Babinski. So you can know the names Darren Glass, who also worked on my first film with me you know so you can know the names Derek Wright Todd Netherton Michael Valentine DJ Williamson um, Edward Hayes Kelly Vaughn Noel Thompson uh, Benita Santianis Christian Dior Creasy these are names that you need to know and you need to get to know because these young hungry talents are working and they're working hard and they're tired of being underutilized, overlooked, and not being seeked upon to use their talent. Yeah. These guys are seriously going to bring some motherfucking magic yeah. for five and a half months of filming Radio Silence. So I'm blessed to work with these guys because they believe enough in my vision to want to work with me. And also, I'm sorry, Rodriana Jordan. I forgot about this amazing teen talent. This girl is going to kill. Like, you guys, man... Uh, Chase Zawalinski. Um, I mean, there's there's uh, uh, Keneal Oliver, Rodney Green. I, I mean, there's so there's so many people. Yeah. Uh, Alfredo Moyano Barroso. Uh, uh, I mean, there's there's just so many people. Valerie Vanderkall, like y'all. literally right. everybody, everybody. <laughs> My boy Gian Frias. This man has been with me through the grindstone since Radio Silence, and he's about to pick up the camera and be the lead cinematographer for this project. Like, these are people you seriously need to know. So, Toby Schechner, like, everybody. There's so much talent, and we're tired. And if you haven't noticed, people, independent hungry artists have been on a rise. It's not just about the people who made it. It's about the people who are now coming up to make it, trying to make it. We here to make it. We are hungry. And when we're hungry, we'll do anything. But we'll also do it smart. So just get ready because Jonathan T. Brunson is a name you will know. I don't know about y'all, but goddamn. Right. He educated us the whole time. (laughs) Goddamn. Damn. Oh God, bro, 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 set that shit on fire. Oh God, like oh, God. now I'm ready to go see the shit. Right, me too. I, well, I mean, May 14th, y'all gonna be in the shit. So yeah, I, 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 I want to see it while I'm in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to see the shit. A couple people checked in. Yation, shout out to Miss. What, what up, Edgeworth? What, what, what up? What's going on, Edgeworth? If you haven't got your tickets for Battle of the Sexes, April 28th. Man, That's coming up. Man. Yeah. It's so coming up. Them. Battle Please. of the Sexes. Battle okay. of the Sexes. And she also hey, will be hosting hey, the Adidas hey. party this weekend. Me and Phil will be there. Nice. Out. Yeah, nice. At the day party. At the day party. Say hello to everyone. I need some know. size 14s. <laughs> who got 
No, who we got me. I don't think they selling Adidas. It's just, Damn. it's just a day party. Right, right. Well, who <laughs> gonna who gonna donate some fresh 14s for me? Well, nah, they right. Customate. <laughs> and uh, Demita Williams, shout out to you. Demita, what's going on? Hi, Demita. I don't. <laughs> I don't no think Demita. I know you personally. The meter, I got you gonna blame my bro. <laughs> y'all stupid. I don't know about y'all. Man, man. This man got us hyped up to see Radio Silence, man. Yeah. Like real talk. Filming starts when? May fourteenth. Filming starts May fourteenth. May fourteenth. When do you think the project will be finished? Done. Uh, I am looking to wrap production the second week of October. Okay. Yeah. So that's okay. that's you know that just covers all the bases that we need. All okay. bases, all bases covered. So yeah, that film you. will definitely be coming out in 2019. Bet. Okay. Ladies but and gentlemen, Dissolve the Game of Truth will be coming out fall 2018, people. And if you want a chance to see the visionary and and to see the the directorial debut, all you got to do is hit up Sipping on No Common Sense, yeah. or hit up John Brunson, or send a message to Jonathan T. Brunson. You can yeah. also find those pages on Facebook as well as Radio Silence, which is facebook.com backslash Radio Silence OFF and Dissolve the Game of Truth, uh, facebook.com backslash Dissolve Got 2016. And then you can also find me, J.B81 on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all that stuff. Damn, we was going to get to that. Damn. Yeah, man. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you, look, you see what happens when you go in the pocket? Like go in the pocket, you pull something out. So they, I, I'm just, you know, ladies <laughs> you and gentlemen, all once. Jonathan T. Brunson. Yes, Damn yes, it, yes, studio yes, yes. audience. Right. And I definitely want to give. There we go, studio. There you go. And I definitely want to give uh, a very special shout out to my girlfriend, uh, okay. Stephanie yeah. Locasio, for being, you know, oh, my support, support system and and, and and kind of pushing me through, you know, through a lot of this, guys. Sometimes it's good to have somebody by yeah, your side. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It so makes it always, you makes know, never take that for granted. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely what's up, bro. Much continued success, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule, bro. Nah, man. To Thank come, you. Come rock with us, man. Because yo, like you doing big things, bro. I see you, bro. Thank you, man. I see you, bro. Thank like you. you shining, baby. I and that it. hunger's still there, bro. Yeah, all that day. That hunger is still there. All day. Not even the Snickers you know, can satisfy. Man. You know what I'm saying? He gave me my first roll. Yeah, God. you know what I'm saying? You got it, it son. Well, look, I, I kind of want to put this out there, too, but I would I would love it. Uh, I would love to come back and I would love to bring a good deal of my cast uh, from Radio Silence. Of in. course. You know, because uh, I think the world is drinking on No Common Sense, but we need to bring the cast in here so they can sip a little bit on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You know, yeah, we, we can definitely that. do that. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. We can definitely back. do that. We'll Ooh. definitely set something up, man, yeah. for the cast of Radio Silence. We yeah. can do that, bro. I love it. That's what we're about. Yes. With the podcast, yeah. we say this almost every show. Yeah. The same passion that you have behind your projects yeah. is the same passion that we have for what we do yeah. and people and their projects. Right. I feel we're it. about positivity. We don't want no bullshit. Yeah. Keep, keep that bullshit where it's at. We don't want that here. Yeah. yeah. You know what Amen. I'm saying? We pay for this. We pay right, for we pay for this. You know what I'm saying? That's love. We don't ask yeah. people to pay to come on our show. We pay for this. Because truth of the yeah, matter is, is, yeah, go ahead. It's, no, because yeah. truth of the matter is, yeah, we want to showcase people. Right. That's mm. what we want to do. We want to showcase people. You got an event coming up. You got a movie coming out. You got a mixtape coming out. Right. You got a, a back to school whatever right. program. <laughs> We want to have you on the show. Right. See, and Talk that's, about that's, it. Let people know what's man, going on. And that's, yeah. that's complete love. And yeah. for anybody that's not watching this, 
you know, that's not paying attention to this, shame on you. You know what I mean? Because you're busy making the rich even richer when there's richness right here and a hungry independent artist that needs to get recognized. So, you know, I'm definitely going to, you know, I've known this man. I know this man crack (laughs) jokes all day, posting goofy shit all day. On social media, and yeah. I I love it, bro. Yeah. I hey, love dude it. Dude has been like, bro, whatever the fuck you smoking, man. Like, stop <laughs> that shit, bro. <laughs> Every day he posts something crazy. Every day, man, but I, got I love to. it. I look forward I to it. I got to, especially hey. when you start going in on the rappers. Man, like, you know what? People look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Like people yeah, really funny. look forward to that. I almost spit out my coffee. And, and, t- and hell, you got to wait. You got to wait. It be it be people. some days where I be like, damn, it's Tip man. Like, uh, shit. So like, what? Hell no, I ain't mad. You stupid as it feels. Yeah, feels stupid. Every, and that's, that's what we do every day. That's why every time, like, if you say something about a rapper and I got to come in, I'm like, man, bruh, double in, that but... damn dosage. Hey, right. it, it was some shit. I, I was like, uh, Hugh Jackman is the best person who have ever played Wolverine. Right. And motherfuckers was like, hey, like, real talk, he was, though. John was like one of the first ones that was like, that's the only person who's played Wolverine. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. What do you like, mean? All day. I was like, he's a comedian genius. Like he'll do stuff, say stuff, and people won't catch it. I catch it just smile in the background. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. And the best part about it, every time yes. you say something, I'm always I will crack yes. up before I respond. I'm hey. like, this motherfucker. Hey, like, well, well, I this said man. that shit, man. That shit got like thirty something likes, and was like, yep, one hundred emoji, one hundred emoji, one hundred emoji. Yep. And I'm like, motherfuckers don't be reading shit. Yeah, man. So I was like, do you realize what the fuck you? <laughs> just said it's only been one person that has played Wolverine out of all the fucking X-Men Wolverine movies like, oh. it's only been you yeah. oh shit what the fuck yeah. damn you feel <laughs> ready to beat my ass over some bullshit man, man. Glasses, you? Uh, hell no. I got heart <laughs> issues I got glasses I got asthma it's coming near you I got sweat glasses oh, shit. Shirt I got on my kid shoes <laughs> don't beat me up <laughs> yo ladies and gentlemen alright everybody's favorite time of the show Right. Promo time, Uh-oh. promo time, pro, pro, get, pro, pro, promo time. Hell Everybody yeah. knows it's promo time. We gotta, we gotta hit up Step. Step making some beats, damn it. Right. Right. Making some intro song. Shit, right. you make beats. Fuck. <laughs> and you cut my hair. Stop being cheap, bastard. You gotta end it with a <laughs> wham, 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 promo time. Promo time. <laughs> promo time. All right. Everybody know. Shout out to the man behind the machine, the wonderful wizard, Mr. Mark Mother. Fuck it. Yoda! Any rappers, singers, producers, anybody doing anything, man, holla at Mark. Illinois Media Music Group will bring your dreams to life. If you are tired of recording in your grandmama basement with the McDonald's cup holders on the wall, (laughs) holla at Mark, man. He will make this shit happen. Get on it, people. In honor of John being on the show, hit Mark up. Hashtag JT Brunson. Oh, boy. Mark, what's the promo code? $17.99. Oh, shit, motherfucker. $17.99 off your first session with Mark. Man, man. Seven sessions. Oh, wait, what? Seven by seven. Oh, shit. I don't even know what that means, but that means like $49, I think. Is it $49, Mark? You said seven times seven. Yeah, it's 49 goddammit. I learned something, Miss Green. <laughs> Thanks for teaching me math. Thank you, Miss Green. He finally got it. He finally caught on after eight years. Oh, no. shit. Oh, 
bullshit. $49 off your first session with Mark. So remember, hit him up. Illinois Media Music Group. Please do. This room is beautiful. JT Brunson and receive your $49.99 off your first session with Mark. Bam. And all it takes Boom. is a name. JT Brunson. Tag it up. Right. Tag Damn it up. He only Damn tag. you. Hashtag that dude JB because I post that a lot. Hashtag JB the MC. Hashtag JB the Beast Resurrected. I got so many damn hashtags, man. It's ridiculous. Oh, shit, send them out, shit. Hey, man. Hashtag dissolve a game of truth. Hashtag radio silence. <laughs> I just Keep got going. so many, man. I just got so many. Keep going. Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, you snap. Oh, oh, snap. No, I can't even do it no more. I can't even do it no more. Like, oh. Hashtag Richie Rich on the assist. Hashtag J, J the Giant Brunson because I named myself after every workout. Okay. Hashtag J plyometric circuitry man Brunson. Hashtag Tabata not uh, Tabata not Tostada Brunson. Like I just come up with all types of oh, crazy shit. hashtags, man. He said something about some Tostadas. Got me. I know this man hungry in the mug. He like where the Tostadas at? Where the mat? I got a box of cereal to go home and eat when I get the fuck home. <laughs> some cocoa box pops. Some Hell cookie crisp. No, motherfucking cookie crisp. Yeah, man. I, I miss damn. cookie crisp. Woo. We gonna wrap this show up, y'all. I am the host with the double O's Ghost Monster Beyond. Your boy Phil Myers Senior, aka Cat Knock the Great One. Phil Myers Senior with my co-host Tiff the Bears. We here. T I double F. We up out double motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And we gonna wrap the show up. But ladies, remember, my couch pulls out. I don't. Peace. Oh boy.